Part of the difficulty in doing this podcast is discerning what insights to let out and what to keep to oneself. Part of that has to do with not spoiling the journey so people can come to these insights themselves. That, for instance, is why to this day I still don't listen or like reading philosophy or psychology because it feels so much better like what we're here for to simply use that stuff as a guide and then gather the insight yourself instead of being dependent on it. That's also where the difference between the intellect and wisdom comes in too. The intellect is storing memory from what other people have said and wisdom is going inside into yourself, into the unknown, to come up with the answers. Someone like Sadhguru always says the same thing, insisting he's never formally been educated. He's always just had a fascination with life and was curious. And this curiosity led him to be able to access a heightened state where he could then help serve others. There are many other reasons why he also don't spill certain information too early, but because of where the state of the world is right now, with the light needing to balance out the dark, and the fact that there are so many sources sharing similar information, it now feels okay to let out some of the insights in this source, especially since there's so few listeners. When you have the ability to still the mind to a certain extent, your mind can declutter and become clearer. And with that also comes the ability to see clearly what's happening in outside situations. With that said, there's a lot of talk these days about AI and the advent of the technological age and what social media is doing to society, but mostly it's all on the intellectual level. And when you get a chance to become still, it really hits you what's going on. We're in the process of a giant restructuring of our society to the extent of which I don't think most people fully realize. But before we get into that, more importantly perhaps, why is it happening or being allowed to happen and what can you do about it for yourself and for others and why can't we fully realize this in the first place? At the end of the very first podcast, I talked about how the biggest challenge for humanity in the next few decades is going to be able to come to some experiential understanding about the internal and external world, specifically their relationship with each other. What comes with this is the need to hold one center in order to be still and cultivate energy. From here, you can then begin to explore this relationship and the impact that they have on the world. There's so many points you need to address in order to talk about just one thing, which is interesting, and we'll get into in a second why that is and why that's related to this. Um, But because of this, I don't want to talk specifically too much about health, but one point is important to understand. The advent of technology and staring at screens all day harms our metaphysical organs and our metaphysical organs are what nourishes and heals our physical organs. Specifically, it most affects our spleen, liver and kidneys. In Eastern medicine, the function of the kidneys is to keep us full of willpower and courage. The liver is supposed to relax us and provide a smooth flow of energy in the body and the spleen keeps us grounded and centred. The more we drain these energies, the more we lose track of the ability to monitor and track our mental state, and that's what's important. So why can't we fully realize what's happening with this restructuring of society right now? Because we've lost our center. Our organs are constantly being degraded, and we have lost the ability to be still. Our thoughts are too chaotic and too many. 
There is so much happening on a daily basis that our consciousnesses have gotten lost in a whirlpool of external illusions and we've lost touch with the real things that give us meaning in our life. But probably a lot of you already know this, so why do these points need to be addressed to come to one understanding about how our mind operates? If a Western psychologist were to examine the above scenario about losing sense of values and getting lost in different ideologies and movements of thought, they'd probably say something like, well, you need to do some personal reflection and discover why it is these things are affecting you. Maybe they'll say you've encountered an ill state of health like anxiety or depression because all of these ideas have become too much to incorporate into your identity, too much for your simple mind to deal with. It's an excess of information. If they would say something like this, uh, it has some validity. We're exposed to much more information than we were in the past. But what's really going on? To understand this, we need to look at understanding a vital aspect of Eastern wisdom called Shen. Shen can loosely be described in English as spirit or soul. It is an individual or you could say collection of a part of consciousness which constitutes what and who we are. In Eastern medicine, the Shen is supposed to be stored inside the body, and more specifically when we sleep inside our heart. The heart houses the Shen and is its home. When inside the body, the Shen is vibrant and healthy, and gives the same amount of vitality and energy to the body and mind when it is in such a state. But the role of the Shen is also to explore this physical world we live in, and the other realms and dimensions that exist. In this case, it goes outside the body and sneaks around and explores. Hmm, what's this chocolate biscuit taste like? What does this drug feel like? Where does this TV show take me? What's happening with this political movement? What's happening with this God, etc., etc.? There's nothing wrong with any of that. Our Shen is our exploratory tool for interfacing with reality. We need it. It's what we are. But a problem comes when the Shen loses track of its vessel and it's no longer able to be stored in the heart. As humans, we're capable of miraculous things. But 99.9999999% of us sit very low on the evolutionary scale on a galactic level. In a sense, we're still toddlers, with a very little awareness of how things work. Imagine if a toddler lost his home, or worse, somehow remembered to find his way back home, but he couldn't get inside because he was locked out. How do you think he would feel? Try and imagine how we would feel. Just like the toddler, our Shen reacts the same way when it loses track of and can't get inside its own home. So in comparison with the Western psychologists who would say our mental state needs to be analysed to return to health, in an Eastern sense, why do we really start feeling depressed or anxious from looking at all this excess information? Because your Shen literally... Who you are has gotten tangled in a web in the external world and it can't find its way back home. Simply put, you feel bad because a piece of you has run away from home. We don't have the awareness to fully realise what's happening or do something about what's happening in the world because the structure of who we are is becoming trapped in an external form, constantly being in social media, constantly with this political movement, constantly reacting to something which we haven't resolved within ourselves yet. It's all an illusion of the simulation. So, in a reverse way, 
why did I choose to talk so much to get to one fundamental point? It's about helping a process come to light in the mind, a process which through following that journey can allow you to detangle from where your Shen is right now, from the external, and see the steps you have to take to return back to the internal. In ancient cultivation, the more you can return your Shen to your body, the more you can become still, and thus, the more energy you cultivate. This means the more you get lost in the external world, the more your energy leaks, and the more unbalanced you become. Because of this, the specifics of the societal change I probably won't talk about and answer relevant right now, but what is important to know is the more you connect to your internal world, the more your own life will improve and the more you will be able to help those around you and society at large. The Shen is housed in the heart and because of this, the more you do to connect to your heart, to connect to peace, to love, to what really matters in your life, the more your Shen will naturally travel the journey back to where it is housed and your life will radically begin to change. You'll be able to see much more clearly why you're attracted to certain things, what direction you want to take your life in, and maybe even what your mission is. There's no need to let the external take such a hold over your life. If you're unbalanced, you'll rebalance, and if you're unhealthy or negative, you'll become healthy and positive just through allowing your Shen to return back home. It will do the work for you. It's your own therapist. You just need to do the work to allow it to come back inside. The external and internal are both necessary, and I don't want to demonize one or the other. But if you're really looking to change and to expand, first you have to go within. So if you do feel that way, just for now, allow yourself to have a rest relax and connect back to the internal world and to your heart where you truly belong. And then start your journey from there with peace. If you want. Otherwise, explore the external world. There's infinite paths. Just do so joyously, work hard enough and you'll still get there anyway. It doesn't really matter. So thanks for listening and see you next time. Try